The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. There are some people that make their work just another thing they have to do. And there are those that make their work something that they want to do. Welcome to Working on Purpose with your host, Elise Cortez. In our program, we provide guidance and inspiration from those people who have found deeper meaning and personal connection to their work life. It's beyond 9 to 5. It's Working on Purpose. Now, here is your host, Elise Cortez. Welcome back to the Working on Purpose show. Thanks for tuning in this week. I'm your host, Elise Cortez. By now, you know my mission is on this show is to bring you guests who are meaningfully connected to their work so that we can learn something about their path to getting there and really understand why the work is meaningful to them and how so. So it's my hope that you gain some education and some inspiration each week that helps you bolster your own meaningful connection to your work. So last week was really fun. We got to talk with Jacob and Lindsay Sloan of On Rotation Taproom and Brewery here in Dallas, Texas. This young, forward-thinking couple gave an amazing account of how they opened their business in January after years developing their passion to brew craft beer. And both of them keep their full-time day jobs and have been able to contribute a lot of that professional knowledge into their new budding business. Very smart people. Very fun and inspiring conversation. This week, we get to talk with Dr. Shalette Stewart, who currently serves as the Associate Director of Business Development for Ed- Executive Education at Southern Methodist University Cox School of Business, She is also the principal and founder of Stewart Consulting, a business consulting and leadership development firm based here in Dallas, Texas, and she is the author of the award-winning book, Revelations in Business, Connecting Your Business Plan with God's Purpose and Plan for Your Life, which has been endorsed by many industry leaders, including Dan Cathy, who is the president of Chick-fil-A. Dr. Stewart, it is great to have you on the show. Welcome. Oh, Elise, thank you so much for having me. I've been looking forward to this, and please feel free to call me Shalette. All right. Well, great to have you on the show. I, too, have been looking forward to it. We thank our mutual friend, Marla, for, for bringing you my way. Um, I have a lot of questions for you as I, as I try to get through on. We just have an hour together, obviously. But if we can start a little bit with your, your past, Shalette. So I know before, before founding your own company, you had a very successful career in corporate America. So if you could tell us a bit about your history, starting with what did you study in college and how did you decide to pursue marketing and business? Sure. I actually grew up in the Midwest in Dayton, Ohio, and like so many of your listeners, uh, I heard the whole mantra of go to school to get a good job all my life, and so mm-hmm. that's what I did, at least. I pursued higher education, um, decided to get an undergraduate degree in psychology because I was always interested in consumer psychology, why people buy the products and services they do and, and the influences. Um, and later, I uh, received graduate degrees in international affairs and development and business. Um, Business. My doctorate is actually in business, and the dissertation was on strategic business planning. So I'm one of those lifelong learners. I love school. And um, professionally, most of my professional uh, career has been in corporate America, um, 10 years in leadership roles with the Coca-Cola company, as well as a few years with uh, Bell South, which is now again AT&T. And most of those roles were in national account sales, 
marketing, and strategic planning. And I decided to pursue uh, those areas because um, they were just a passion of mine. I've always been interested in marketing, always wanted to work for the world's most recognized brand at the time, which was Coca-Cola, and learn as much as I I could and and, uh, make a contribution to, to the companies. You know, you are one of the most effervescent people that I've gotten to meet, and I haven't even seen you in person you. yet. So I have to ask, by, by any small chance, do you happen to know your Gallup strengths, what they are? Have you ever taken that assessment before? Because you probably you know, have I've, to have... I've taken the Myers-Briggs. Oh, so I can okay. tell you Myers-Briggs. Uh, right I'm going I'm to give you this assessment, and I'm going to tell you you have positivity and woo in your in your top and five. Woo, I'm okay. just going to guarantee it. Woo stands for winning others over. So uh, I'm just going to tell you, I'm going to make a, I'm going to make a proclamation that that's what they are. So, um, all right. Well, I'd like to take that test, though. Oh, I can set it up for you. No problem. Yeah, Yeah, no problem. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that was a. I know you and I have talked about your earlier career before, and I'm interested. I know you've gone since then to the entrepreneurial route, but I do want to understand before we get there. What did you like about the work you were doing in corporate America? What What resonated for you? What did you find fulfilling? You know, I always have been intrigued by marketing, um, even since my high school years. So I knew I wanted to pursue some aspect of marketing. And because uh, the marketing plan is a, a key element of a business plan, that was a natural uh, transition for me into strategic business planning and sales. So for for me, all of those kind of worked together. And it was just a passion and interest um, that I enjoyed. And I also enjoy working with clients, with customers, particularly corporate customers and clients. So I would always have uh, small businesses or mid-sized businesses or even national accounts as my customers, as my clients. And I enjoyed, at least, working with them to identify a business issue or opportunity and then providing the services and the products that I had at my disposal to help facilitate the organization's goals and objectives, too. So that was always fun to me, and it still is to this day. Mm-hmm. And I just sort of get the idea that you must have been great gups of fun to be around. You have great energy. Have you always had this kind of energy? Or tell me that it has diminished over the years, please. Thank you. You know, it has <laughs> not, and hopefully it will not. You know, I always say life is too short. We have to enjoy it. And so for me to, to truly believe that, I need to exemplify that as well, too. And it needs to be genuine. So for me, it's just a part of who I am. I believe that life should be enjoyed. Not that we don't have the ups and downs, but try to make the most of every day. It may sound cliche, but I truly believe in it, Elise. Mm-hmm. That might actually get us to the next question here. I, I really want you to spend a little bit of time talking about this because I, I think our listeners will really appreciate you had a great, successful career in corporate America. You enjoyed it. It was great for you. But something happened along the way, and you realized it was time for a change. Can yeah. you help us understand what happened? What was going on? How were you feeling? What, what was going on for you that made you realize, hmm, I think I should yeah. make a change here? Interesting, Elise, it actually occurred during my tenure with the Coca-Cola company. Uh, Coke is a wonderful company to work for, especially if you are passionate about sales and marketing and strategic planning. Just a a wonderful organization. I was recruited by the company, and I was one of uh, 27 individuals recruited across the country to come in as part of what they called their bench strength program. So it was an accelerated executive development program where they would uh, send me to Los Angeles for a couple of years to learn different aspects of the business and then relocate me back to Atlanta uh, at headquarters to learn different aspects of the business was just fantastic. Um, But I got to a point, Elise, where the work ceased to be 
purpose-driven for me. It ceased to be spiritually fulfilling. And at the time, I didn't quite realize what was going on. And so the way that I dealt with that was by uh, taking another assignment, taking a lateral move, or getting a promotion, or taking on another project, trying to fulfill or fill, rather, that void. And I didn't realize at the time, but really the season was changing for me. The company hadn't changed. I had changed. And I was at a point where I really craved more fulfilling work. Um, I knew in my heart, at least, that there was greater work for me to do. At the time, I just wasn't sure what it was, but I knew that a new season was upon me and that I would need to get in the mindset of thinking about my plan and my goals for the next season in my life and in my career. Do you think that's all related to sort of, you know, the lifespan development sort of thing? Was there a certain time in your life? Was there an age that you could uh, you could associate with that that you think maybe is important? You know, um, I don't really, I don't associate it with um, like a, a lifespan or, you know, age-related um, uh, span at all. This happened um, in my early to mid-30s, but I think it was me. And, in fact, I'm sure it was just a part of my journey. Quite frankly, I had learned and contributed all that I needed to at that point. And so it was just time for me to move on. If I were to have stayed, it it would have done a disservice, at least, to not just me but also the company because I no longer had that passion. Wonderful organization, great people, but it was time for me to move on and make greater contributions elsewhere and also to to open up that, that position for someone who was ready to make a contribution. So it's, mm-hmm. it's the journey of, the li- of life. It's that progress, not yeah. remaining stagnant. Mm-hmm. Well, curiously for me too, Shalette, I was about the same age when I took a very strong departure and went into my PhD and totally changed course. And mm-hmm. we'll talk about that some other time. But I mean, very similar kind of about a time period, similar kinds of questions going through the mind. And that's the kind of stuff that I'm really interested to learn on this radio show and share with our listeners is if there's anything we can learn about what people experience. Yeah, I feel that way too. And what do we do to get out of that kind of thing? So appreciate you being able to talk about, you know, the realness of, of that time period. Sure, sure. I always believe that the extent to which I can always be transparent will help liberate and emancipate others to to perhaps make a fundamental change uh, for the better in their lives and in their careers, too. And, And hearing and learning about the testimonies of others helped me to gain confidence to step out on faith and, and to do you know, what I'm meant to do in terms of the next season uh, in my life. Now, in in speaking of the next season of your life, one of the things that I think is remarkable about you, Shalette, and this maybe goes to your strategic planning background, is you wrote your book four years before you exited corporate America. So if you could, tell us your decision and your (laughs) planning process. Yeah, one of the practical uh, aspects of my personality. Yeah, I mean, it's it's remarkable. At the time, I was a single woman um, with a mortgage and, you know, car responsibilities. And so I wanted to be sure (laughs) that it was was really meant for me to, to leave the company. I mean, here I had a wonderful career, but I did not feel fulfilled spiritually. And I started feeling this desire, this calling, if you will, to, to write, to write a book about connecting your career with your calling, your profession with your purpose, so that what we do for a living 
we're anointed to do. We have passion for it, and we're excited about it. And quite frankly, I was at a point where I didn't feel that excitement anymore. And so I believed it intuitively and intellectually, but I needed to live it out. And so I quietly on the weekend started uh, writing uh, in Starbucks at my home or at Borders Books when, when they were open. And a funny thing happened, Elise. It was pure joy. The process was spiritually fulfilling. It was intellectually stimulating. It was personally gratifying like no other assignment I'd ever had, had in corporate America. And so I knew that the season for me uh, was changing. And so I established a plan for myself. I knew that it was meant for me to move on. I wasn't certain when, but I knew I needed to have a plan. And so that's why, Elise, I started writing on the weekends. During the week, I was traveling all over the country uh, for Coke, but the weekends uh, were my time to write. And so I approached it as my second job and started writing and making sure that this was something that I was passionate about and um, just praying and and contemplating about my future and the next next stage in my career. One of the things that I found amusing about your book, Shalette, is that you um, you make mention there that you had just finished. I don't know if it was your dissertation or your doctorate, and you're like, <clears throat> you know, you get this you get this message that says, "All right, you got to write this book," and you're like, right. "Really? Can I just have a break? Really? Right now? You want me to go ahead and work on this book?" Would you say more about that? I mean, you clearly exactly. got a strong message, and you were like, I, I need a break, though, first, and you didn't get that oh. break. Well, Elise, you can relate to this. I mean, you've been through the dissertation process. You know what that's like. Yes, the I do. comprehensive exams and defense of your dissertation and all of that. I mean, it, it's a joy, but it can be mentally draining. And so here I had uh, taken my comp exam, defended my dissertation, completed my research, and my goal was to watch Tom and Jerry reruns for like three months, <laughs> <laughs> just mindless television. I didn't even need dialogue, Elise, just just cartoons. <laughs> and then I started feeling this strong calling to write, you know, and I love reading, but I never thought about writing, especially, you know, a 400-page book, but it was so strong that I could not deny it. And so... I organized myself, got a binder, and separated the sections according to uh, what was in my mind in terms of the chapters and the flow and the insights that I felt compelled to share with others. And slowly but surely, it started coming together. And what's so interesting is that I thought it would be arduous. It would be even more stressful. But that was so far from the truth, Elise. It was a joy. And so that's why I encourage others, if you feel that, that, that compelling umption, that desire, that calling to, to pursue a particular avenue, a project, a career, an entrepreneurial venture, um, a song, a ministry, whatever that is, pursue it. Don't be overwhelmed by the magnitude of it because oftentimes it can, it can be such a joy and, and, Indeed, not even stressful because it's something that you're anointed to do. It's part of your gifting. It's part of your purpose. Well, one of the things you said in the book, and I don't probably have this exactly right, so you'll have to clarify it for me, but you did say something along the lines of it really wasn't you writing the book. It was it was God or some something like that. Is that what you said or something yeah, along those lines? Yeah, that's so true. Um, you know, it's interesting. Um, there's so many... Uh, individuals in, in 
biblical times that had these excuses, you know, I'm you know, too young or I'm too old to, to really walk in what God has ordained for me. And I, I lined up along with them, Elise, and I said, you know, are you sure you want me to write a book about connecting your business plans with God's purpose and plan for your life? You know, I went to business school, but I didn't go to seminary. And so I had these <laughs> questions. <laughs> you know, I'm not a theologian. And so I was grappling with that because I wanted it to be a quality product. And so initially that was my concern. And I just had this sense of peace. It was like the Lord telling me, look, you are simply the vessel for my work. It's not you writing the book. It's me. And that gave me such a sense of peace. I still was focused on quality. I still want a quality product that will live on long after I'm gone. But, boy, that took off a lot of a pressure, Elise, because I realized that, you know, I'm just an ambassador. I'm another vessel, just like you and, and so many others are, for his magnificent work. And so that's why I encourage others to step in it, because it's not you doing the work. It's a higher power at play, truly. You know, I've heard that same sort of phraseology from, from other authors where they talk about just spilling something. It just They don't know where the stuff comes from. It just yeah. comes out of them. And so I'm, I'm very intrigued with that. I, I haven't written a book yet, although I am working on writing a book on my meaning and work research. So that's, that's right. I'm doing that as we speak. And oh, it hasn't happened for that, that way for me just yet, but I'm, I'm working on it. <laughs> um, and how long did it take you to write the book? What was the time period? You know, it's interesting. Um, from the the concept of you know the whole notion of the book to uh, publication was eight years, and that was intentional because again I wanted a product that was quality that would live on long after I'm gone and bless people long after I'm gone. So I took my time. I didn't stop editing until I felt that God was leading me to stop editing and then start. Uh, looking for the right publishing company. And at the time, you know, everything just fell into place where um, my publisher is in Oklahoma, Tate Publishing. It's a large Christian uh, publishing company. And it just worked. It was that, it was the t- all in timing. But um, I didn't w- rush the process. And I would encourage your listeners, too, if there's a, a major initiative that you have in place, don't rush the process. Take your time, enjoy it, gain the insights, because you will, in turn, bless others from your journey. I, I have a friend who is also writing a book right now, and she says, it's so much work. I go into the books, I go into bookstores, and I think, how do these people do it? <laughs> right, <laughs> um, I know. All right, yeah. it, it's time for our first short break here. Already, okay. if you can believe that. I I'm host, Elise Cortez. <laughs> We've been on the air with Dr. Shalette Stewart. She is the principal and founder of Stewart Consulting, a business consulting and leadership development firm here in Dallas. And she's the author of Revelations in Business, Connecting Your Business Plan with God's Purpose and Plan for Your Life. After the break, I want to hear more about what it is you're just trying to get across in that book. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Elise Cortez is a speaker and engagement and development catalyst. She designs and delivers professional development, leadership, and engagement workshops and can bring her expertise to your organization. She will help ignite meaningful development within your workforce that will increase employee engagement, performance, and retention. To learn more or to invite Elise to speak to your organization, please visit her at www.elisecortez.com. She would welcome the opportunity to help get your employees working on purpose. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? 
Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com This is Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. To reach our program today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Elise, A-L-I-S-E, at EliseCortez.com. Now, back to Working on Purpose. Thanks for staying with us, and welcome back to Working on Purpose. We're here with Dr. Shalette Stewart, who serves as the Associate Director of Business Development for Executive Education at Southern Methodist University Cox School of Business, among other roles. I'm Elise Cortez, your host. Let's pick up where we left off. I wanted to hear, if you would, Shalette, tell us about... If you could, just in a brief summary, what is the core message that you're trying to convey in this book? It is it is very well written. It's clear that you took a lot of time with it. What is it that you really want to convey to the readers? Oh, thank you, um, Elise. It is, Revelations in Business is really based on the fundamental of Scripture that where there's no revelation, the people perish. And so it's all about the fact that we don't have a personal life and a professional life. We have one life, and we have to make that life count. And mm-hmm. so if you're focused on your career, your entrepreneurial ventures, your, your uh, professional endeavors, the only way to truly not just succeed but to excel is by connecting your business plans with your purpose, your business plans with God's purpose and plan for your life. And so Revelations in Business, I've been um, very blessed to receive two Christian Literary Awards, and it's been endorsed by a, a number of industry leaders, as you mentioned, Dan Cathy, the president of Chick-fil-A, uh, Ann Byler, the founder of Auntie Anne's Pretzels, and a number of other ministers and, and business leaders and academicians. Um, but it really is a practical tool, step-by-step process for how to connect your business plan with your purpose so that what you do in business, you're anointed to do, and you're, you're positioned to excel in it. That's gorgeous, and obviously, as we said, as we, were, as we were just getting acquainted, perfect for my show, right? Perfect. Yes. Oh, and that's why I so appreciate your platform, Elise. I mean, you're focused on meaningful work-life integration, and that's yes. what I believe. You know, unfortunately, we've both heard the 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 reports from the Gallup poll and Harvard Business School and, and SMU about the fact that so many people are dissatisfied with their jobs and their careers, but we both know that our careers consume over half of our lives. So it's imperative that what we spend most of our waking hours doing for most of our lives 
is also spiritually edifying. So you and I are, are truly uh, kindred spirits in that respect. So I commend you for the excellent work that you're doing because you truly are enhancing the lives of so many people with your platform around working on purpose. Well, thank you, Shillette. I, I have to say I'm really enjoying myself. And, and the show does have listeners literally all over the world, which I find remarkable and amazing and incredibly humbling. And, and so I do hope that we're we're reaching out and, and making a difference to some of these people who feel stuck. Because I do know a lot of people out there are like, I wish I knew what to be when I grew up. If only I knew, I'd do it. And so I know there's yeah. a lot of people that are in that place. So I, I think your book, especially the step-by-step nature of it, could be extremely useful. So um, I'm hoping that we'll get some feedback from some of, some, of the, some of your readers about what they got out of it and maybe how they've changed. That'd be really great. Yes, absolutely. I spend um, quite a bit of time uh, traveling internationally, speaking to to different um, organizations, conferences. I was in China a few months ago um, serving as a keynote speaker for a business conference, and I'll be at Harvard University uh, this fall speaking to their MBAs there. And so it's interesting, uh, invariably, after the speaking engagements, I'll get these emails or Facebook messages or LinkedIn messages about people who have decided to make fundamental changes in their career or in their their lives for the better. And that is so gratifying to me. And I know you can relate to this because that's what it's about. Uh, You and I are in so many respects um, ministers of this whole notion of of working on purpose and, and, and living your life on purpose. And so it's gratifying to hear when people have decided to make a change for the better because of you know, insights that we've shared. Mm-hmm. I agree. Absolutely agree. It's really, uh, I think I think it's privileged work to get to do, and I'm gr- I'm very grateful yeah. that I get to do the work that I do. So I'm yeah, I'm happy I to be am. here. Um, and along those lines, Shalette, I'm interested. First, how long have you been in your own company? How long have you been in Stewart Consulting? Yeah. Um, the Stewart Consulting, I started um, when I left corporate America, so it was um, 2007. Okay. Um, but so, the, but uh, the, um, the consultancy really ramped up, I would say, in 2010, because back between 2007 yep. and 2010, I was still focused on writing revelations in, in business, too. But, um, but now I have so many clients, and the focus of our consultancy is to help organizations develop strategic Plans, and so we work with nonprofit organizations uh, that need a strategic plan developed for uh, qualifying for grants or, or funding, and also with uh, for-profit uh, organizations and companies that just need a strategic business plan developed in a comprehensive manner. Well, I'm curious to to understand. I have to believe that your perspective about work has changed since founding your own business, and, and certainly writing the book. Can you articulate for us maybe some of the changes that occurred along the way and how you think about yourself or your business or what you're doing in the world? Mm. You know, it's interesting. Um, in so many ways, my perspective um, has remained the same when it comes to, one, the focus on my spiritual beliefs and my Christian uh, principles. So that has not wavered. And also, as you know, I, I am very passionate about planning. And so that's why I did my dissertation on that. That's why Revelations in Business, each chapter of the book is actually developed uh, devoted to a key element of a business plan, from your mission and vision statement all the way down to your marketing plan, your financial plan, and exit strategy, um, so that if you don't have a business plan, after reading the book, you will. And if you do have one, it just helps you take it to a higher level of excellence. And so 
from that respect, um, that focus on planning, that focus on my Christian principles, they have not wavered. Um, the only aspect that is um, a bit different is is this um, this desire that I have, this strong desire to make sure that others understand the importance of connecting their their purpose with their profession and their career with their calling. What hurts me to my heart, Elise, is when I hear of someone who has spent 5, 10, 15, 20 years in a job or career that they hate. Mm-hmm. Me too. That is what hurts me to my heart. And I, I, I believe you can relate to that too because we, we both have that feeling of it doesn't have to be that way, especially in the Western world and particularly in the United States when we have so many options. So that's, that's the part that I've become more fervent about, whereas a few years ago I wasn't as, as fervent and, and not even really uh, focused on that. But that would be probably the consistent thread or theme that has changed that whole desire to ensure that others don't make that mistake because life truly is too short. Mm-hmm. I couldn't agree more in my research when I interviewed 115 people this last time. Several of those conversations were with people who were quite miserable. and. Wow. The, the, it was just palpable in the air as we were speaking and just, as you say, heartbreaking. So I know what you mean by that. Absolutely. And you think, you know, a career, that's a substantial uh, time commitment in a person's life. And so you want to make that time count. Um, I think those are the testimonies of like the Steve Jobs of the world, uh, people who you know, are just pursuing their passion and they end up becoming billionaires incidentally but it's because they're pursuing their passion and and i would argue their purpose Mm -hmm. well and one of the things that i know that listeners are probably thinking over as we speak right now because i know i did when i got this message years and years ago and that is yeah but it's not going to be easy pursuing our passion isn't easy and i know that from my research too so can you tell us what kinds of challenges have you encountered working for yourself as you've pursued making this core belief of yours an actual business Mm-hmm. And, you know, I look at um, my business and, and um, my role as an author and an academician, I look at all of that holistically. So all of them are critical aspects of my walk and my purpose as an individual. So I would encourage your listeners to don't just look at your entrepreneurial venture as the purpose or, you know, just your job, but look at it holistically, um, you know, whether you're a mother or a father, an academician, a singer, whatever. Whatever that is, all of those comprise who you are as an individual. And so life is not necessarily easy, but I would argue that if you are indeed walking in your ordained purpose, it's a lot easier than if you are not, because at least you have passion for what you're doing. At least it gives you a sense of purpose and spiritual fulfillment and enlightenment, and you're blessing others. To me, that's the best-case scenario versus, you know, this drudgery of a job or a career or an entrepreneurial venture that you really are not, not even excited about that you have no desire for. So I would encourage your listeners to um, be open about 
that new season and do not be overwhelmed or allow fear to, to keep you from walking in your purpose. There's always going to be challenges, but to me, challenges aren't negative. You learn from them. They become part of your testimony where you can minister to someone who's going through that same challenge because you've been through that. So for me, all of that is a, a positive, too. So I would encourage your listeners to take take a, a, a positive spin on it. Sure, it may be difficult, but what's the positive? It makes you stronger. It gives you a testimony to help others. Mm-hmm. How nicely said. And the other thing that I loved about what you said there, too, Shalette, is that when we are doing something that aligns with our purpose, the, the energy, the motivation that comes from that is just amazing, right? Yeah. I mean, the fueling, when you when you do hit a bit of a brick wall that you have to get over, you've got the oomph to do that because you've you've got that motivation there that isn't going to be there if you're not doing something that you're passionate about. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well said. Well, what else? I think it's important for our listeners to understand how you're connecting to your work. Obviously, this is a core part of just who is Shalette. Obviously, we're getting that. But help us understand additionally if there's other things that you find meaningful about running your your own business, working your own consulting business. Um, In terms of Stuart Consulting, um, what I enjoy the most is the opportunity need to share my gifts and my talents and my skills with other organizations that may be struggling with strategic planning or with business planning or with market analysis. And so for me, that's quite fulfilling. Um, I, I just uh, closed a, a project with a, a client, a very successful uh, project, where this is a nonprofit organization, and they're based in, in India. And they're growing tremendously, and they just opened up a, their first U.S. site in Dallas. But they needed a, a strategic plan, a five-year plan. And so it was so gratifying to me because here was an organization that's already growing quite rapidly without a plan. Imagine what they could do if they had a clear, concise, succinct, five-year comprehensive plan in place where the entire team is galvanized towards specific goals, objectives. And so that, for me, at least, is so gratifying because I love that type of work. I love the process of helping them understand what should be included in a strategic plan and facilitating the planning process for them as well, too. And so for me, that is the best-case scenario is to be able to share my gifts and my talents with others in a way that helps them achieve their organizational goals. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I also like to see the light bulb go on and they're like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, I get it. And that feeling too, I'm sure you've experienced this too, because I've done some of the similar kind of consulting, not on the same wavelength that you do, but where you really are working with someone and they, they you're, you're, t- you're in this together. I mean, it feels like a partnership, a collaboration. And when you get through the other side and you have, you've done this thing, you've birthed either the, the project or the plan, whatever it is, that wonderful yeah. feeling of, oh, we did it. You know what absolutely, I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Seeing it come, you know, from just a concept stage to actual fruition is, is yeah. very gratifying too. And to see them achieve their goals, their organizational goals, their their corporate objectives too is is very fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, let's switch gears a little bit here, because as you say, you've got all these different aspects of yourself that comprise who you are in in totality. I do want to hear about your work at Southern Methodist University. Tell us again about what are you actually doing there? What's the work involved? So um, Southern Methodist University, um, I'm with the Cox School of Business, and so I serve as the Associate Director of Executive Education. And so it's a separate department from continuing education. It's separate from the MBA programs. Our focus is 
purely executive education. So all of my clients in my role at SMU are major corporations for the most part. So companies like Lockheed Martin and Unilever and GameStop and Six Flags, companies that are sending their senior leaders for more leadership development, and sometimes their high potentials as well. So my role is to work with their VPs of HR or their chief talent officers in designing a curriculum, a customized curriculum for them. And I hire the, the faculty members to teach the classes. Some of the classes I teach, depending on the uh, subject matter um, expertise, and I send the uh, instructors to the clients at their locations to conduct the uh, classes, or the clients may uh, send their folks to the Collins Center for Executive Education. That's right on the campus of SMU um, within the Cox School of Business uh, here in Dallas, too. And so I love the the role, Elise, because, again, I'm helping them devise a plan, devise a curriculum to help them achieve their talent development goals and objectives. And then it gives me the opportunity here and there to to actually teach, uh, which I love as well too. So it's a fun position. It's very uh, rewarding. It's challenging as well, but it's a, it's a perfect fit for my passions and for my interests. Holy cow, I would say so. That is just a jackpot. <laughs> and, and how did you get that? How did you get Isn't that, that interesting? You know, yeah. it's divinely ordained. It's so interesting. Um, I relocated from Atlanta five years ago, and it's so funny. Um, at the time, I was interested in teaching, and so I was sending my resume to all these different universities, and I started my consultancy, and the book uh, was in the process of getting published. So I started um, conducting a lot of speaking engagements, and I spoke for SMU, and a few months later, another department called and said, you know, would you be willing to speak with us about a leadership role? Interestingly enough, I went in and, and spoke with them, and it was the perfect fit. Now, here's what's so ironic. Everybody and their brother said, you know, do you know how hard it is to get hired by SMU, and you just relocate <laughs> here from Dallas, from Atlanta and just immediately, and I didn't realize it was that difficult, you know, but I believe it was divinely ordained. Again, I truly believe that when you're walking in what God has purposed for your life, He will strategically place individuals to open doors for you and opportunities in the marketplace and in the workplace. And so that was simply a blessing for me. Mm-hmm. Not, that, not that I was any more special than all the other candidates who had maybe interviewed or applied for the position. It was divinely ordained. And so, again, I encourage your listeners, if there's any aspect of fear, do away with that. Because as soon as you take one step, I found that God would take ten steps in helping you. And so... Do away with the fear and just step out on faith, and you'd be surprised at the doors that will open for you. How beautiful, Shalette, and what a perfect way. We're just about to go into our second and final break here. That is such a gorgeous thing to call out, and I think you're right. When when we can just be ourselves and show ourselves to the universe, so much actually comes back to us, and we attract what it is we're looking for. And I think your, your story there is just gorgeous in that way, so thank you. I was hoping you would tell us a bit about that. I didn't know what the story was, so... Mm -hmm. um, There we go. Um, All right, so it's time for a a short break here. I'm Elise Cortez, your host. We've been on the air here with Dr. Shalette Stewart, who serves as the Associate Director of Business Development for Executive Education at Southern Methodist University Cox School of Business, among other roles. After the break, I want to hear more about how we might be able to help either people who want to change careers or just getting started. Stay with us. 
Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Elise Cortez is a speaker and engagement and development catalyst. She designs and delivers professional development, leadership, and engagement workshops and can bring her expertise to your organization. She will help ignite meaningful development within your workforce that will increase employee engagement, performance, and retention. To learn more or to invite Elise to speak to your organization, please visit her at www.elisecortez.com. She would welcome the opportunity to help get your employees working on purpose. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Want more positivity in your life? Are you ready to get healthy, happy, and energized? Join the Stella Donna Goddess Gals, Cynthia Bryan, and Heather Brittany for a power hour of stimulating, supportive conversation on Star Style. Be the star you are. A lineup of best-selling authors, celebrities, and experts. Join the effervescent mother-daughter dynamic duo in this upbeat, positive, life-changing talk radio playground. Star Style. Be the star you are. Wednesdays, 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Lend us your ears. It's power time. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. This is Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. To reach our program today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Elise, A-L-I-S-E, at EliseCortez.com. Now, back to Working on Purpose. Thanks for staying with us, and welcome back to the Working on Purpose show. I'm your host, Elise Cortez. We're here with Dr. Shalette Stewart, and she is the principal and founder of Stewart Consulting, which is a business consulting and leadership development firm here in Dallas. She's also the author of Revelations in Business, Connecting Your Business Plan with God's Purpose and Plan for Your Life. Before the break, we were talking about her, her career or what she's doing right now at Southern Methodist University, and, and I wanted to cue up that what I want to do next, if we can, is I want to focus on those listeners out there that really maybe are stuck or they don't know which way to go. So when we think about, let's start with the people that are maybe just starting their career, Shalette. I know you're, you're around some young people, but also people that are currently in the work world. So can you give us some ideas, some, some tips that young people can consider as they're out there trying to make their way in their new career? Sure, absolutely. In fact, I've had the opportunity to speak to a number of um, younger audience members. I was at Georgetown College in Kentucky a few months ago and speaking to some of their undergraduates as well as their graduate students and also uh, certainly the students at SMU. And one point that I always reinforce with um, individuals who are in the early stages of their career, Elise, is this whole notion of beginning from within to begin from within, and by that I mean look internally to the gifts and the innate talents and skill sets and passions and desires that you already have. So begin from within. 
what is it that you're always getting complimented on mm. by others? That, mm. you know, for others it may be difficult, but for you it's very easy. You can do it uh, without any challenge at all. That's a gift. That's an innate gift, natural skill set or talent. So I would encourage those individuals just starting their careers to leverage those gifts, those interests, those passions that you already have because if you can connect that with a career, an entrepreneurial venture, a professional opportunity, it will be as if you are getting compensated for a hobby. And that's the best case scenario. So begin from within, look internally and be very prayerful, contemplate, pray about your gifts and what does God desire for you in your life, what your purpose is too. But oftentimes those clues to our purpose begin with our gifts. Mm -hmm. Now let's talk about the person out there that we mentioned before who is in a role today and maybe just really is feels stuck or just really is not having a good time and maybe even hates it. Mm-hmm. But they feel very compelled to stay there because they feel like they have to make the income and you know that's there's a practical aspect to working of course. Sure. Let's talk about that person. Shalette, how can we help that person move from being, you know, very miserable to something at least better than that? Yes. So for your listeners who find themselves in that predicament where you are miserable in your current job or your career, but you have practical, pragmatic responsibilities, the kids in college, the mortgage, the car payments, etc., be encouraged, and I encourage you to have a plan. Have an exit plan. Have an exit strategy. Those are very practical concerns, but do not let those practical concerns serve as a barrier that will hold you back from fulfilling your purpose. Do not use those as an excuse. There are plenty of people who are even single mothers or single dads who have started a business or started the ministry or started the nonprofit. And so do not use that as an excuse. And I would encourage you to have a plan. As we uh, spoke about earlier, I started writing my book four years before I resigned from the company. So if there's something that you desire to do, start your plan now. Take baby steps each and every day to get you one step closer to walking in your purpose or pursuing that job or that career or that venture that you really desire. So that may mean updating your resume. It may be, it may mean identifying target companies or organizations that you'd like to work for and doing the research on, on them. It may be starting and developing your own business plan for your own venture. It may be pursuing another degree or your first degree. Whatever it is, start getting your plan in order. Start establishing practical steps to get you closer to walking in your goal. I think what you said there about practical steps is so, so important. One of the things that I think probably prohibits people from starting sometimes is it feels so overwhelming, this idea, I'm here, but I want to be way over there, and that just seems so far away. And I think you're that's such a good point. I was just reading Brian Tracy's stuff again, and he's all you know. So much of what he talks about is about goals, et cetera. Not the only thing, mm-hmm. but many things. And he does really talk about really breaking it down, and then you can see the actual steps that are involved. And if you can knock off one step today, you might feel like you're making progress, and you're not 
resigning yourself to, you know, feeling miserable about where you are. I think that's so incredibly helpful. So I love that idea of the planning piece of it. I think that's huge. You know, it's, it's, it's so necessary. It's one of the reasons why I designed Revelations in business the way that I did in terms of each, each chapter being devoted to a key element of the business plan because so many people do desire to start businesses, but they're not sure how to develop a plan. One of the uh, books that really inspired me was The Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. Mm-hmm, I love yep. that book. But after reading it, I was craving, what does this mean for me if I am to submit to a VP who I don't respect? Or how do I know if I'm in my position by divine assignment or by default, my own fault, and it's time to move on? And so that's why part of the reason I wrote Revelations in Business is to provide the biblical principles, the practical tools, and the real-life examples to help people develop a plan to start their business or to enhance their career. So, for example, the chapter on mission and vision begins with how to develop a clear, concise mission and vision statement for your business or for your organization. And then we discuss the biblical aspects. What does the Bible say about mission and vision? The Bible says to write the vision and make it plain so that those who hear it can run with it. And so it's that balance that I need it, quite frankly. It's the spiritual aspect, but also the very practical, pragmatic how-tos. And so that's what the, 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 the book provides. Mm-hmm. And I love that structure of it. I do think it's extremely well laid out. And I love the fact that you can you can progress through the different chapters and you can skip around if you want to, according to where you, what feels like it's calling you that day. And I, I, I like that, the, the exercises that are in there, the way that you've asked, okay, think about this, do this. Um, the practical piece of it, I think, is important because if we just hear, go out there and do what you love, the money will follow, which is what we used to hear in the 1980s, by the way. Right. Do you remember that? I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not necessarily so without a plan. <laughs> That's right. So I encourage your listeners to have a plan. And don't be overwhelmed by having a plan. It doesn't have to be a a 100-page document. It could be a one- or two-page document that just clearly and succinctly bullet points key next steps for you in order to transition into this new season. So don't be easily overwhelmed with the process. I encourage you just to take baby steps each and every day, and you'd be surprised at the end of a week, a month, a year, how much uh, you can actually accomplish. Mm-hmm. You know what I think would be interesting, if you, if you can, Shalette, I, I, I realize this is kind of coming off the cuff here, but I wonder, are you able to share, without giving away anybody's identity, uh, maybe a couple of examples of maybe some people that you've run across that have heard you talk or read your book and said, okay, I, did, I went from this to this. Yes, you know, one that immediately stands out in my mind, this was actually a couple years ago um, when the book was still relatively uh, new on the market, but I, I spoke for a women's organization, it was a women's leadership organization, and there were a number of Fortune 100 and Fortune 500 um, female executives in the room. And I'll never forget, uh, after the presentation, I went back to my office and I logged on to my email, and uh, evidently this young lady had gotten my business card and I typically will give a lot of business cards out and she emailed me and she was an HP a Hewitt Packard uh, executive and she had made the decision um, just based on the insights and my being transparent around my experience to uh, resign from from HP and to pursue her passion which was a business um, and the business centered on uh, child care, but it's something that she dreamt about for years. 
and she was just motivated to do that. Now, unfortunately, I'm not, I'm not sure where she is now. To, it's been a couple years, but for me, that was so powerful because it said to me that, you know, Shalette, this is not about you. It's not just about you and your journey. You had to go through this journey so that you could, again, emancipate and liberate others to go through theirs. And so we really are all connected. If Rick Warren hadn't written his book, I may not have been, Elise, as motivated to write Revelations in Business. And if Mm -hmm. I didn't write Revelations in Business, I wouldn't have been standing in front of the lady who was an executive at HP, to share insights to help her decide to start her own business. And so that's just one example. Unfortunately, I don't hear of, of every, every you know, example and every instance where that, that takes place, but it's helped me to understand that this is a far bigger picture than just me. Mm-hmm. That was a great example, and what great! How wonderful is it that we get that kind of feedback so quickly after we've spoken? Yes. Isn't that isn't that as good yes. as it gets? <laughs> yes, absolutely. So it's important to I would encourage your listeners that if anyone has made a positive impact on your life that way, um, circle back and let them know. Um, with Facebook being so pervasive, I've been able to reach out and to tell some of the key teachers, um, particularly at the high school level, how much they meant to me and how mm-hmm. much they inspired me and how much what I'm doing today is because of the words that they spoke into my life so many years ago. So I would encourage your listeners you know, to circle back and let those people know what a blessing they've been because that blesses them. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would completely endorse that. Mm-hmm. And we're coming very close to the end of, of our time together here. I will oh. say at the end of, I know already, I will say at the end of this how people can, can contact you, but if you mm-hmm. could, Gillette, just maybe in a, a minute or less, any final pearls of wisdom that you want to share with our listeners before we, we start to close? Mm. Well, I would encourage your, your listeners to um, connect their profession and their purpose, their career and their calling. Um, revelations in business can certainly give you um, insights. There's so many other wonderful books as well, The Purpose Driven Life, and just so many. I'm sure that um, you have uh, some that you can even recommend, Elisa, that you do on your website too. But read as much, learn as much, and commit to walking in your purpose. Um, that's the only way to achieve not just success, but more importantly, significance in life, significance in that you're leaving a positive, lasting legacy in your family, in your community, and in the world. Mm, What a beautiful way to finish, Shalette. Thank you so much. It has been wonderful to have you on the show. I knew you'd be a fantastic guest. Um, Oh, thank you for having me, Elise. It's been a a delight chatting with you and sharing with your listeners, too. I so appreciate your uh, giving me the opportunity to share with your listeners. You are so welcome. And just a few things that I thought were interesting that you said that I think are important to reiterate here is, um, you know, you talked about ignoring the fear but still planning. I think that's really such a great combination of, of things to keep in mind as we're going through our journeys and our and how we want maybe want to tr- transition forward. Um, and then, you know, the idea of when you talk about what do you get complimented on? I think that's an interesting idea to kind of focus on, well, what seems to keep rising above for us? So those are just a couple of things that I think bear repeating again from what you said. Um, I also want to make sure people know how to find you. So if you want to look up Dr. Dr. Stewart, she's got several websites here. You can go to stewartconsultingllc.org or revelationsinbusiness.com or even exed.cox.smu.edu. She's just got lots of ways for, for you to find her, but... 
Amazing to have you on the show. I appreciate your purpose, your passion. I knew that that's what we would get. Um, next week, what we're going to be doing is having a conversation with winery pioneer Susan Sokoblosser and talking with her about her journey to hand over the reins of the very successful business that she helped to build to her two children. So she went from making this transition you know, very difficult for herself to actually finding and discovering a whole new Susan. So I think it's going to be a great show. I look forward to having you with us then and look forward to that well, that conversation. Um, one thing that I do want to remind you is remember that work is one-third of our lives, so let's work on purpose. We hope you've enjoyed this week's program. Be sure to tune in to Working on Purpose, featuring your host, Elise Cortez, every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This week, find your life's purpose at work.